Okay, I have a confession to make. <clears throat> Something I never thought I would say. And I'm wondering if you can relate. I'm, I'm not going to admit to anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I struggle. I'm struggling a lot with mask envy. <laughs> you like, mean like people who have like cooler masks than you or what? Yeah. I see somebody and I'm like, wow, that mask is really cool. I I need a cooler mask. I, <laughs> we're about to do a thing um, because we're going to, we're, we're regathering in some ways now, you know, like um, very carefully, of course. And uh, we're trying I to, I don't up know our what mask. a gathering is. Yeah, I know. Right? Like in your people, you're going to be with real people. We're going to be real people. Um, but uh, we're going to, it's a Christmas in July kind of thing where we're going to watch a movie because we feel like we can come in, spread everybody out. And, uh, but we're doing like a decade best mask competition kind of thing. That's kind of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Here's what I don't get. How do you even wear a mask with that old goatee of yours? Like, what do you have to like bundle it up under there? It's tricky. What is that about? This morning on my way in, I spilled coffee all over my mask. And so all day my mask has smelled like coffee. (laughs) It's like, what is this world we're in, man? (laughs) Oh my gosh. What is this world we're in? It's nuts. Well, it's been a while since everybody's heard from us. I know that. Um, and we apologize. I don't know if we apologize. Do we apologize? I mean, I, you know, I think you guys, if, if if you're one of our longtime listeners, I think you can appreciate that this has just been crazy for everybody. And truthfully, I think I think what Jody and I would say is we, we, we wanted to keep doing episodes, but we didn't want every single episode to be an episode about COVID. Right, and that's but hard. we also didn't feel like we could just do some random episode and ignore the fact that everybody's going through COVID. So, so we've been delayed, you know. We've been just waiting to kind of, and, and personally, also, we both have been going through stuff. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. like just like everybody that's listening. I mean, it's it's a real challenge, you know. So, but we're glad to be back, and uh, we we've definitely got something that we've both been kind of wrestling with. I think that that should be a pretty good uh, topic yeah. to talk about. So. Remember the good old days when we had sponsors, by the way? They're probably yeah. like, we ain't paying y'all. Y'all ain't been talking about us. So <laughs> so everybody that's listening, you need to go buy something from our sponsors and remind them that we're still here. Um, so and, and that they love us. And they love you. Up. So YM360, uh, man, they've been, through a, they've been through a hard summer with Generate Camp, um, you know, having to, having to cancel everything like, like everybody else. So... But uh, but they're still there and they're putting out some great resources, man. They were doing that, uh, yeah, that church at home, church thing. at home, Wednesday night live stuff. They they really are leaning in hard to help equip youth pastors. So just take yeah. a minute, go on and check out uh, ym 360com and see what uh, see what they're doing. And then uh, our our game. Have you played it any? I I mean, yeah, when could you have played little. it? Yeah. Well, not not we've played it. Some with like in the office. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Aerosport, aerosport.fun. Aerosport. Aerosport. Uh, it's a rocket on a stand and a frisbee. And, and, and knock the rocket off. And you think that doesn't sound that fun? You ought to try it because it's amazing. We both have one. We, we both will. bought one before <laughs> they became sponsors, ours. not even knowing they were going to become sponsors. Yeah. Like we just, yeah. we both liked it so much. And we used it a ton until we were yeah, until COVID. So, um, so yeah, it's good. But uh, reach out to those guys, and yeah, uh, most definitely, that that should be fun. So yeah, we appreciate those guys a ton just for helping us 
keep the show alive. Yep, 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 yep. So I think, um, like like you said, this is a a conversation that you and I have had some. I've had this conversation, I know, with quite a few student pastors, youth pastors, over the last month especially. Um, something that I kind of keep coming back to. And so I think it'll be helpful as yeah. we... Uh, as we kind of walk through. And, Has it and, ever been more important, Jody, by the way, to have a good friend in youth ministry? Man, I'm telling you. you need I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, I would, and I know some folks are probably listening thinking, man, I, I, I probably need that, you know. Um, but, man, networking and having some folks that you could reach out to. I know my buddy Chip Paul over here locally. He and I are good friends. Like, we've reached out a bunch. And then I think you and I have talked each other out of quitting mm-hmm. probably three or four times each, you know. And, a week. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just an important time. And, and I would just say this, hang in there. We're going to talk about this a little bit, but you know, one quick thing I would just say about that friendship thing would be pay attention to that feeling. If you feel completely alone and when this thing settles down a little bit, work hard towards, um, finding some folks like that, you know, like in your life. So definitely it's important. So, um, we started talking about an episode, what, what another episode would be. And, and, and our hope again is that this would be encouraging, not us wallowing in self pity and shame and, or throwing rocks or, or it would feel like that. Cause that's certainly not our heart, but I'm in California. Chris is way over in Georgia and the Atlanta area and California is, and I know too, let me say this, we have a lot of listeners who are outside of the U.S. And so oh, sure. I don't totally. even understand where to even start with the context that you're ministering mm-hmm. in right now. I don't even have a framework for that. So um, if anything feels like we're way off base, it's it's totally out of ignorance. I just I just don't know. It's yeah. It's like two different worlds where I am in California and where you are in Georgia right now with the COVID stuff. Hey, you wanted something cool I did the other day? Yeah. Like maybe a couple of weeks ago. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Sure. I did a, you made me think about it when you think about international uh, listeners. I jumped on a Zoom call with some of my Peruvian friends and I did a Bible study. Like, so I, I had a translator there on one of our trips that's also a youth pastor. He said, will you come on and, and speak to my teenagers? And so I went on and, and did it. It was awesome. Like it was the coolest <sighs> thing ever. I'm sitting there on a Zoom call with all these Peru kids. It was really cool. Look at you. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Well, I think so, you know, it's an ever-changing landscape and I think for me it's been easy and I have found myself um admittedly really discouraged a lot over the last few months. Um just for a number of reasons and I'm in a great context, so it's not that it's not that's not at my aims, you know, I'm not even at my church here. I love where I serve. Um but just the ever-changing landscape. We, how many times have we made plans that as soon as they were made, we had to like go back to the drawing board and reinvent again? Um, and I'm, I'm, like, I'm looking around. I was thinking about this even today, knowing that we were going to be recording. And, man, I'm watching student pastors and hearing from student pastors that are, like, in the last four months, right, they've spun up online teaching, of some kind for their student ministry. Many of them are juggling the live stream 
and handling that for their whole church because they're the tech person, unofficial tech person, right? Yeah, right. They're yeah. now running social media stuff like never before. They figured out how to do Zoom calls and Zoom groups to meet the needs there. They've had to reinvent camp if they've, you know, if they've had to do that. They're juggling what is, I mean, it's crazy the amount of things that I've watched student pastors do. It makes me super proud to be a student pastor and really proud to look around and see what other student pastors are doing. But the the consistent and constant reinventing has become yeah. a grueling task. Yeah. And so a couple well, days to be ago, fair, Jody, uh, and, and, and I think you're right, and, and that's that's definitely the positive side of that thing. But what we also know is that there's a lot of struggling going on mm-hmm. as well. Um, I was having this conversation with my pastor yesterday. Um, I had been off Facebook for a while. I just kind of needed a break, and I was off Facebook and social media for a while. And um, I bounced on to one of the youth pastor forums you know, the one with like a billion people in it. And and there were like several folks that have been let go. Yeah. You know, and it made me realize, man, like there are youth pastors, you know, churches that their budgets are starting to struggle. And the first person to get the ax, you know, is the youth pastor. And then you just see other stories of people that are, for whatever reason, they've tried to reinvent, but just nothing's working, you know, for them, and they're super discouraged. Um, I think you and I, would it be fair to say, I think you and I, are, both of our experiences has been discouragement, because I've been discouraged as well, and had frustrating moments, but there's been some, up, we've, we've been blessed to have some ups as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right, for so sure. We're, we're experiencing ups and downs, ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the downs are real pain. Matter of fact, I, you know, um, in preparation for this, you know, I wrote down uh, this sentence. I said, I, I believe that what we're going through is perhaps the most revealing and clarifying thing that we've been a part of in ministry ever. Yeah, totally. Now, other examples of clarifying and revealing moments would be 9-11, you know, yep. for me. I mean, if you were in ministry yep. back then, yep. but I was a student yep. pastor then. Why 2 uh, the, re- the recession. <laughs> What's that? Why 2 k what that wasn't whatever um <laughs> you know what's funny was I, I i actually remember that everybody was so dang worked up freaked out man i mean you know just i remember we like, had you know stocked up things just in case and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so did you do a lock-in that night uh, i'm trying to remember what we did um it was I, feel a lot, like we I know were, a lot of youth groups were like, we're going to do a lock-in. Why I feel like we were overnight. We were at an overnight thing at main event is what I think I did. Um, but then uh, also, which is funny, though, you know, you, you joke about that, but yeah. I had to yeah. have conversations with parents about whether or not it was going to be safe for them, to, their kids to be out on Y2K night. <laughs> That's the truth. That it, is the man. truth, okay? Um, oh all right. What I was going to say is, though, uh, 9-11, big, big clarifying, lots of, but not, not, as, not, not, not like this. But definitely a yeah. deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the recession of 20, 2007. Yep. Yep, that was a big one. Um, student ministry budgets, man, cut back. Were you serving? You were serving then. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, do you remember how many budget, I mean, your budget just went. Yeah. You know? And I don't know about y'all, but we had so many parents laid off in our church, you know, and stuff. And, like, so that, was a, that, was a, that was a pretty hard one as well. So um, this one is interesting because it's not um, – at least we're we're starting to feel, I think, the financial weight of this. Mm-hmm. But I feel like 
the full wave is still coming of that. Um, at least <laughs> are here. you implying that all of the 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 money bailout thing type things that sometime later on in life we're gonna have to pay all that stuff back at some what? point? Never. <laughs> I don't know anything about this kind of stuff, but I oh, mean, I, don't know. I really don't. But I'm just like, I just think like, surely we're gonna have to pay for that sometime. I think at some point, you know, as like we're heading into the right now, we're we're heading into the school year here soon. A lot of school districts are going online. What does yeah. it mean for parents who work? Like, I think Georgia announced I, today, man, all online. Well, not not Georgia. Scratch that. That's a yeah, bad announcement. County, right? That's an overstatement. Where I'm at, Cobb County announced that we're doing online only. So. Yeah, and it's here. I was asking in our Facebook group today, just curious to see if what everybody was doing and yeah. what that looks like. And yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy. Um, but I think you know, I've had that same. You and I have had that conversation. Obviously, I've had it with several folks here on staff. It's like you, you realize what works and what doesn't, and what you've built your house on. And if you've built your house around in you know entertainment and event driven ministry mm. then right now you know we're struggling if that's yeah our, and that's the clarifying that's and revealing part i'm talking about you know and and yeah. i've said that about you know y- you see that in in your small groups your volunteers it's very, yeah. it's all, yeah. across the board. It's very clarifying and revealing what works and what doesn't work. The, those that are strong, those that are not strong. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's a deal for sure. And the hard part is sometimes that culture is not you, right? Like to be fair, sometimes that's, that's the culture your church has had or the expectation that your church has of you. Well, sure. And so you may not necessarily buy into that, but you're having to live in that world and trying to do that now uh, is just super, super hard. Yeah, it's so tough. I, I, uh, anyway, a couple of days ago, we had, California, where I'm at, um, had we had been, you know, kind of able to meet in person again, and so we geared up. And for for us, it took us, you know, a while to get those systems in place. Um, we met as a, a weekend gatherings in person, and it was it was awesome to see folks. And then uh, a couple of days ago, California closed it back down, right? Mm-hmm. And that and whatever. Listen, I don't see this as persecution. I, that's not the place or discussion for this. I'm not. You know, everybody's got an opinion of what whether they can tell us to meet or not. Doesn't matter. The reality is, we're not meeting. We're not allowed to meet. And for whatever reason, even though it didn't really affect our student ministry a ton, man, it was just super discouraging. Um, I just found myself really, really discouraged. And and so I, I keep coming back to this thing. And so I actually, again, I went to our podcast group and just felt like maybe others were struggling with the same. And so I said, I've, I've been reminded of this truth recently that has proved incredibly helpful over the past couple weeks. When God called you to minister to students in the local church, he had this season in mind as well as the past one. Just as he equipped you to serve in the past, he has equipped you to serve in the present moment. And I think I have to keep reminding myself of that a lot. Um, and so we, we're kind of going to have this conversation around calling versus career ish, um, kind of thing, because what's, what's fascinating is youth ministry, you know, for sure when you started in youth ministry, but even when I started in the youth ministry, um, 
there were a lot of folks like I don't know that many would have said youth ministry was a viable career, so to speak. Like it was a it was largely a stepping stone into other positions or other places for a long time. You had folks who loved student ministry, but it was really hard to to serve there and stay there. Um, but it has become that. Like it has become you could you can definitely make a career now. Yeah, there are, being, there are definitely more and more and more um, older youth pastors now. Like, I don't feel like, as I'm no, about yeah. to turn 50, I mean, I don't, I know, right? I don't know if there's that many old, that old. That's yeah, there is, too. I mean, there's bunches, bunches. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a whole bunch, a whole lot more because it can be, yeah. So, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so no, you're good. So I just think sometimes it's easy for me to lose sight and forget about the the power of the call, the calling into what I do. And and that sounds heretical, but when I'm finding myself discouraged, I'm, I'm you know, honestly, I have no other skill set in life except for youth ministry, so I would struggle hard to do anything productive that could feed my family. Um, especially in COVID cuz like I really get at dodgeball but only against junior high kids. <laughs> that's not helpful. Um, yep. you know, th- so I think if you, I just think more than ever re- remembering and being certain in your calling is, is more important than probably. Yeah. I been. mean, I th- I think that's right for sure. I, um, a book that I was, you know, reading through, through this process, you know, talked, um, you know, talked a lot about Moses and Mm. I mean, without the burning bush and the other moments that he had with God, I think some of those other really, really difficult things he went through. Um, I mean the years in the wilderness, if you will, trying to lead those people, I think he had to, I can only imagine that he had to look back on, you know, God has tasked me, you know, with this, you know, God has called me to do this. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's, I mean, I've never even thought about it. Um, Maybe, maybe it would, it it would be easy to look at that and say, and maybe I'm over thinking this, but easy to look at that and say, man, okay, God called me to, to deliver them from Egypt and take them into the promised land. But I didn't, I didn't know anything about wandering through the desert for 40 years and leading a rebellious people. Like that would be a discouraging moment. Like I would say the equivalent would be, well, God called me to run towards students and to do student ministry. But yeah. I think I one thing I learned in quarantine. Yeah. One thing I learned in that though, was, you know, the end of that story is God, um, tells Moses that he can't go into the promised land. Yeah. And I never really thought about that. So the way, um, the way this book talked about it was, um, it said that Moses seemed to not be bothered by it though, because he never was doing it all for his glory hmm. anyway, but he was doing it for God's. So if that was the best way to honor God, that was fine. And I think, I think if anything, you talk about clarifying and revealing. I think some of the dark days I've gone through in this process have been moments where I've had to remember 
that my walk with Jesus is what I've and, and I'm doing this because of what what and I'm not doing it for the numbers of kids, the feeling of a, a successful youth event, but I'm doing it because I feel like God has called me to honor him and glorify him by pointing teenagers to Jesus. Yeah, no doubt. That's good. But, you know, I mean, but but that doesn't mean it hasn't been hard. And and just to be clear, what we're, it, it, man, if you're sitting in your car right now or sitting in your office right now and you're struggling and you're like, man, I'm, I'm feeling this. Um, you, know, you and I talked about this earlier today, Jody, um, as we we're thinking about this, this episode, we said, you know, struggling right now doesn't mean we're, we're not saying that if you're struggling, it means you're not called. Right. Yeah. No, of course. So, not. I mean, we're definitely not trying to say that. Um, but I do think, I do think a reminder though today to just say, to remember your first love, mm. which was not teenagers. Hopefully. Hopefully, which was not <laughs> yeah. getting is a billion T-shirts, was not planning a fun event or playing dodgeball or having kids think you're cool. Like, hopefully your first love was Jesus and the idea of, of serving him wow. got inside of you in a way where you were like, and I just want to point teenagers to that. And then that, that ended up in a calling for you, you know, of doing you know, youth ministry and you can, um, and you can lean on that. Yeah. And I, I think it would be helpful. This is where I found myself often, um, is doing, is kind of taking some time to sit down and really think through a lot of what you're just saying. Like, why did I even start this crazy thing? You know, what was it about this? Well, man, ultimately, yeah, it started with, started with a stirring in my own heart, right? That, that my own love for Christ and overflowed in such a way that it, there was this compelling urgency to take that to teenagers. And um, I think the hard part is, if I'm being really honest right now, is I don't see teenagers very often in my context. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to do any of that. I mean, I live with them, but most in my house. Yeah, you know, but those but don't count. Those are just, you're count. stuck with them. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can't get rid of them. I've tried. Um, you know, but I think so. I mean, just in, in, in my current context, most of my student ministry right now is in front of a camera. Um, yeah. And that is not as fun as I would have said that it would be yeah. six months ago. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, the it's newness exhausting. wore off quick, didn't it? Man, I'm Jeez. telling you what. <laughs> the newness wore off quick, man, of all the cool Instagram and and all the cool fun, you know, live videos and the this and the that. And I feel like everything we do, the shelf life of it is about a minute. And it's like, oh, trying to do something different, you know. So Yeah, and then, you know, so I think we all that even going back to that discouragement this past week was like we we could and 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 to in alter in all honesty, I never wanted to view this as a season to endure. I really wanted to to be, and I've challenged our team to um, to see this as an opportunity to grow and to deepen and to come out stronger than we went in. 
Yeah. Um, but still, you're like, man, there was like an end in sight. It felt like, oh, we're opening up finally. It looks like. And then for that to turn really quickly, all of a sudden. And, you know, now we're looking probably through the end of the year, at least with schools online, like campus ministry is going to be yeah, gone. Um, I mean, just having to sit down and re-envision, re-imagine yeah. uh, again is like, oh, okay, here we go again. Here we go again. And then, you know, just recognizing like, man, our parents are not equipped right now. They do not feel equipped to to do this. We have overstepped our bounds for too long in the role of discipling. Yeah. And um, how do we, how do we correct that in a pandemic? Um, Sure. And so you start, like you're saying, you start seeing all those things have been exposed. Um, but even in the midst of that, seeing God move and seeing God work, um, pushing through the frustrations that you are experiencing and seeing. And it's just, it's grueling, man. And I'm sitting here and we're just getting started. It feels like now again. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I think part of this also is, you know, there's in in youth ministry, um, it's easy to get really deep into youth ministry before you're big time tested and and all of a sudden you have a career in in youth ministry and um and now i think maybe there are a lot of folks that they're experiencing this trial this this challenge for the first time um yeah yeah i uh i got my hair cut yesterday and it looks good thank you um and <laughs> it's a nice, nice fade. I'm trying not to make any jokes about it. yours too. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> somebody will have to look up pictures of us to understand the joke. Um, so, uh, I was getting, it was a new girl that was cutting my hair and I, I just, I like people. I love hearing people's stories. And I was like, she thought for, for a while she wanted to be, um, like a medical school. So like the first year she did like an internship thing. But she quickly realized that she didn't like it. And so she, she, she ended up, you know, doing, doing hair, and you know, it's a pretty good place. So, so, but, and she's just starting out. But what I, why I'm telling that story is though, like in youth ministry, I think, man, you can start out what typically is going to draw you in. You're going to get to do some of those fun things. You're going to do all that stuff yeah, and you're not going to face yeah. a ton of trials and you're probably not going to face as many mean parents. Got any mean parent emails in the last four months there, Jody? <sighs> None. You've got not. any? Wow, that's amazing. No one has any opinions on what we should be doing. Really? Like, yeah, that's amazing. Good. Um, so <laughs> it's those moments, though, that are going to really cause you to go, hmm, calling? Yeah. Or career, you know? Yeah. The thing is, you know, and I'm not knocking a UPS driver. I love my UPS drivers. Anytime I can give them a free drink, uh, I, I always try, you know, if, if I can catch them, I'm like, hey, you want a Sprite or whatever, you know? And, do you do uh, magic it's amazing how many of them say yes too. What's that? Do you do magic tricks for your UPS? No, nah, you can't do magic tricks right now because it's like, hey, take a cart. Oh wait, you don't want to touch sure anything I'm touching. Um, so, um, but you know, like if all of a sudden you if if things get rough, you, you you're not so deep in you can't decide to go a different route at that point, you know. And yeah, um, and the thing about there's something you know there's a spiritual aspect to being in youth ministry where you feel called to do that. 
most likely if you're listening, you didn't just jump into youth ministry because it was like you're looking around and going, well, I could be a youth pastor. I could work at Walmart. I could do this. I could do that. Whatever, you know, you picked it intentionally. And all of a sudden now it's hard. So it's important to go back to that first love and make sure. Um, And, and, and this is the part where I hope you've listened to the entirety of what we're saying here. We're not saying that if you're struggling, that you're not called. But there is a chance, realistically, that there's some folks, maybe someone that's listening, that, and I'm not talking about because you're tired or you're worn out or you're discouraged, but maybe you have all of a sudden realized, this is not my thing, you know? Yeah. And maybe maybe it is a signal for you to... Um, Which would be really ironic to be listening to... The Longer Hall Youth Ministry <laughs> the Podcast. The Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast. And realize, telling you, get out. Yeah, you um, don't want to do this anymore. No, I mean, I just, you know. No, I, mean, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, if I'm God's using using this to say to you that he He has a different route for you, and it maybe it's still ministry, maybe a different form of youth, I don't know. Um, but um, but I, I would say don't, if it's just a discouragement thing, though, man, hang, hang in there for yeah, the love. Don't give up. I, I think uh, I really don't believe this is going to last forever. I do believe it's going to last a long time. I mean, here we are, we're recording this, you know, middle of July. Um, and I think we're in it for a while still. I mean, a good while yeah, for sure. Um, I think any sense of normalcy will be in 2021 truthfully. Um, so yeah, I try. Ew, dude, I was going to make a t-shirt by the way. I survived 2020. Like I was like, Oh, hey, like, I'm going to go ahead and just, that's already stolen. Like, somebody's already got that. Yeah, I was like, that'd sure. be great, you know, like, to have a T-shirt. I survived 2020 and sell the heck out of those things in December. I was like, that'd be, it's going to be a great shirt in 2020, at the end of 2020. Yeah, somebody already stole that website, so. That's funny. Yeah. I saw a thing the other day that they, a squirrel tested for the bubonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That, of course. Of course. 2020. Of course. Yeah. And just, can we just skip it? Well, here's yep. the here's the crazy part, and I was having a conversation with uh, another youth pastor uh, last week about this. So I don't, I've been a, I've been a student pastor for twenty years. Um, you've been a student pastor for like fifty. Shut up. 50. For a while, okay. Um, and here I sit in the middle of a pandemic, and it's not that. How do I say this so this makes sense? It's not that, not that my experience of being a youth pastor is wasted or is of no help. It it is, but but I don't know how to do ministry in a pandemic, right? Like the, it's it's a whole new world. Um, now I know how to deal with parents, and I know how to manage budgets, and I know how to all the practical type of things. But we're stepping into a season now where, yeah, we're just kind of all figuring it out as we go. Things that worked this time last year are not going to work this year. Yeah, I mean, none of us, none of us know what the heck we're doing. You know, um, that's that's definitely true. And I and I feel, um, yeah, like I, I don't know how how. what your current context is like with your students. But I know for us, so many of our students that we're hearing from are super hardcore struggling with anxiety and depression. And it's increasing the longer we're home. And now with online school, like 
that weighs heavy yeah. on me. And, uh, you know, students, families that are in abusive situations are, I mean, that you're just in it. And so yeah. those things as a student pastor, you're like, oh man, I, you know, normally we would, we'd be able to kind of lean in and step into some sure. of that a little bit. And, and in this season, it's like, it's harder for sure. It's harder. It's harder. But I do believe, I do believe that God has equipped all of us. And like you said earlier, it's not caught him off guard. It's not, no. got, it's, this yeah. is not caught God off guard. And that no, he's and preparing yeah, us all for totally. something and that, that we're going to, that we are equipped to handle it, you know, different ways. And different youth pastors are going to handle it, you know. Yeah. And I think I think you're going to have to everybody. And I would just encourage everybody. I mean, well, please listen, lean in, and listen to this right now. Turn the turn the volume up for a second because I think this is huge. As we start to come out of this, or as certain youth ministries start to come out of this, man, oh man, oh man, it's going to be important that you are careful not to go on Facebook and watch every other successful youth ministry. If you happen to be in a context where things have not picked up yet and allow yourself to feel like a, you know, total failure because your group is slower to, you know, to jump back in or even to currently go on and go, man, this guy's got, you know, this girl's got people coming to their thing and I can't get anybody to come. Like, just, just don't do that to yourself. You know, that's, that's, I'll be honest. That's been really hard for me because California is obviously slower to open than even where you're at. And so sure. I've, I'm finding myself having to be careful, like seeing other places open up and like, Oh yeah. man, they're having like in-person stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I wish, Just I, be I careful. wish we could do that, you know? And so I, think I Jody, you wouldn't pick wise. up, a, you wouldn't pick advice. up a hair magazine, right? Like you wouldn't pick up a hair magazine and look at other hairstyles and go, yeah. I mean, you know, Hey, I want that hairstyle. Knowing that you can't out. even have a hairstyle, right? I should, I should grow my hair out. I mean, <laughs> That's a competition that we need to have. We need to see what's left. <laughs> like four reels. Like four reels. Oh like what they Gosh. <laughs> um, I'll say this too, because I feel like I, as I'm sitting here listening to myself, like I'm negative Nancy just moping all over the place. Like it's more like a counseling session with you. Yeah, I'm hoping we have something redemptive at the end of this. But <laughs> if you're if you're if you're here and if you're thirty minutes into this point, you're going, Man, you guys are losing me. Yeah. You better yeah. bring something positive. Okay. We're all quitting. I only quit a few times a week. No, I'm good. Yeah. Um I think I do think like you like you were saying earlier, this season has been very exposing. And what comes with that is incredible opportunity. Yeah. Because you've got, you know, we, we've got we've, what four months in and yeah, you're probably right. It's at least to the end of 2020 to some extent. Um, what an opportunity to re-envision, reimagine, and relaunch your ministry. We changed our way- logo. Perfect timing. There you Heck go. yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one's questioning those things right now. So what would have taken you years to, to come about it, you know, to change, you can, sure. you can do now. Um, yeah. and I, I know like for us, we've had, I've pushed us to think as we're creating new things or whatever, like it needs to be sustainable. I don't want to spend something up for a few months. It's not going to sustain it. And so, yeah, okay. We're doing small groups with zoom. Great. That's easy enough to transition it in person. But if we're spending up a bunch of online content, like, let's do something that we can sustain beyond this. Maybe we don't do it as frequently, but it's still sustainable. 
but it's given us so many opportunities to think and dream and to reimagine and uh yeah, as we're absolutely. seeing these holes, we're able to kind of step in and think, oh, how could we engage better uh, with parents? Or how could we equip our volunteers better to do this? Yeah, good. yeah, for real. And and just be encouraged, folks. And, you know, I I do believe that, you know, odds are that if you're taking the time to listen to the youth ministry, you know, the Longer Hall Youth Ministry podcast, odds are you are called that there's something yeah. inside of you, you know, and, and I would just encourage you, you know, in the midst of all this to, to take the time and just, you know, if you, if you, if you, if you're away from the, if you're away from the Lord right now, if you're not spending time in the word, like you should, man, get back in there, you know, and, um, turn back to that and turn back to your walk and, hit reset. I mean, yeah. that's what Jesus did for us on the cross. I mean, give, he, 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 he wants us to hit, you know, to come back. And so be encouraged and trust that God's got a plan wherever you are and whatever you're going through, you know, and, um, you don't have to be perfect and it's not, I don't think you can, I don't think you have to do it in a way where you don't make mistakes. But, but hang in there, keep praying, keep, keep looking to the word, you know, look, study Moses, man, study the book of Moses. Powerful. Yeah. Um, you know, just what, what he went through, study some of the other, just look at the disciples, um, and what they went through and how they, they had to, they had to lean on their calling though all during acts as they were forming the new church and they were facing persecution. Um, probably was pretty COVID like back then, you know, for them. Um, so just keep leaning, you know, leaning into that and one kid at a time, you know, just one kid yeah. at one student at a time. And well, and I think that's, I think that that is a really important thing to keep in mind too is that the metrics by which you are measuring success in your ministry right now are going to be different than they were five six months ago good we're not measuring you know? anything well right and they now. should be right but like no. if if you were if you're measuring by numbers i mean you shouldn't have probably been doing that really to begin with yeah. but not that numbers don't matter um, yeah, if they're not an act, they're not, that's not the whole picture. Yeah. But if that's your measurement, yeah, you, you're, you're, you're sucking now for sure. Um, and so, but there's never been a time where your students needed you more than now. And you're going to have to run on a full tank, which means just like you're saying, Chris, like you've got to make sure that your walk is right. Yeah. That you're in the word, that you're finding encouragement there. Um, and read and read a book, man. Get, get a good book. Yeah. Read something. Gosh. You know. Yeah. I just started uh, Jetty Greer's Above All. Is it Above All? I think it's called Above All. Mm. Man, that was good stuff. Um. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. What else you got? Anything else? No, I feel like if we were more important, I'd have something super profound to say. 
that we could then take and tweet out, share. Dude, out. I think I think um, <laughs> I think reminding everybody of the gospel and Jesus is about the most profound thing we can say today. You know, well, I mean, that's that's true. I mean, dude, it's uh, trust your calling, trust what God has done in you and wants to do through you, and, and better days uh, ahead, best days ahead. And listen, as things kind of settle back down, we're going to start interviewing folks again. Um, hey, if you've listened up to this point and you, there's something you'd like us to try to cover, we'll try to cover. It's such a challenge right now, though, to kind of come up with a topic like the, the practical type things that we've done before because everybody's in such everybody's dealing with the same thing right now. We can't, you know, so um, we'll get back and we'll get back to that and we'll bring some folks on that have done some cool things and. Um, yeah. Anybody know Bob Goff? I'd like to get Bob Goff on here. What do you think? That'd be amazing. Golly, he'd be super encouraging. We have a whole list try. of folks. You know, know what? I can list try. of folks. Why can't, can't I try? Just go for it. What? Come on. What's he going to say? He can say no, but he might yeah. say yes. We should yeah. get Bob Goff on. You know, he'd have he he'd probably be a real big encouragement to everybody. Yeah. You think it's, I, you don't think you don't think I can do it? Do you? Just challenge me right now. I, I need you to challenge listen, me about it. Here's what I'll say. And yeah, I'll say this: we're—I I don't even know how many episodes we're in. I should probably know that. Um, over a hundred, right? Oh yeah. No one has ever said no. Mm, is that true? Yeah, no one's ever said no. Some people say now, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing. No, because most of them have come back around. And, that's because you show. never know. If you say yes, you may end up being a co-host. So that's what. <laughs> uh, I mean, do you know how many co-hosts I asked before I got to you? <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I'm just kidding. So, yeah. Anyway. Oh, All well, right, hey, folks. Yeah. Thanks Wine for 360, They're out there. Wine360.com. They're out there. And Aerosport. I know you don't have any budget left, but um, <laughs> I you know, just spend it anyway. Put it in the yard. Put it in the and, house. Uh, and it's good, good, good folks, and big time, big time. You know, appreciate them. Also, our intro music I haven't mentioned in a while, man. Bobby Smith, he's such a great guy. Bobcat on Spotify, you need to check. He's got some new stuff coming out. It's really good, dude. He does commercials and stuff. By the way, Jody, I need to send you some of the commercials, like commercials that you've heard. That are him, and it's him. Like it's his instrumental stuff. Like he's big time. So he's our That's worship cool. pastor. Um, See, worship guys have a skill set that translates. No, nah, he's he's got a side hustle that's ridiculous. So yeah, we, we just good, lose man. money on a podcast. Yep. What do we do? Well, hey, um, let me. I'm going to plug the Facebook group. We've mentioned. I've mentioned it a couple yeah. times. We haven't Come done that in a while. To the Facebook group. Um, if you are not already a member of the Super Secret Podcast group, we'd love um, to have you. We'd love to have you do that, as well as just on their mailing list. Uh, for the email list, you can sign up for both those. At thelongerhall.com. Well, actually, you have to go to Facebook to get the Facebook group. Yep. But Beautiful. I'll link to it in the show notes, as always. Yep. Hey, don't be, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't give in to discouragement. Fight it. Stay the course. Lean into calling and love on Jesus and let him love on you. And Good times. Continue to chase after students. Man, I do feel like we, this is more of a counseling session, but I'm not paying you. Yeah, okay. All right. We'll see you guys in the next episode.